0: You're listening to the Hello Lovely Podcast with Christy Williams, episode 115. Hey, lovely. Welcome back. Today, we're talking about failure goals and what's in the way of what you want. I think it's really hilarious that I'm recording this podcast on failure because I have attempted to record this five times and it has not been successful. And so how perfect that now we're talking about failure because sometimes at times it can feel like if you've tried something three, four five times that it's just not going to work and that's not the case. I'm committed to doing this. And so here you go. The result is complete. But at the same time, failures don't always feel really good. So we'll talk a little bit about that how to get around those, how to kind of expect failures, and how to get what you want, get those results you want, and be the person you want to be living the life that you really want. So, for the sake of example, today for failures, I'm going to walk through examples that refer to weight loss, eating healthy. So, what is failure? The two definitions I found were not super encouraging. So, it makes sense why having trial and error or failure when you're working towards a goal doesn't feel super good. But what I want to offer is a different perspective that will allow you to have more success as you experience failure, because failure is just a part of one life in general. You're going to have failure whether you work towards your goals or not. And failure is definitely required when you want to have success, make change, new habits, so the Google Dictionary, when I Googled the word failure, came up with two basic definitions. One, lack of success. I, <laughs> And two, the omission of expected or required action. So figure, oh, I'm going to plan to work out tomorrow and then you don't, right? That's the omission of expected or required action. So if you hope to start your plan on Monday and then a piece of lasagna that wasn't planned shows up in your fridge from leftovers or someone gave it to you or brought it to you, you may feel like a failure when you have a craving, eat it, and you may beat yourself um, up for it. Like wondering why it happened and even feel out of control and kind of want to quit like for the rest of the day. Like, well, because I blew it today, I might as well not do anything because it's not worth it. Right. And so whether that's for the rest of the day or for the rest of the week, that failure feels final. And then it just feels over. But then you have the desire to do it again and you come back to it. So that tells me this is something you truly want and there's just a gap. Something is in the way of what you want. So I will get to that in the moment. So what happens at that moment when failure feels final and it feels like a lack of success that just is finite, you may eat so much because you think you have blown your diet and possibly making all of that mean for the day that you can't control yourself. And I want you to know just not True. Okay, but if it feels like you can't control yourself, I completely understand that. Here is something you have to know. You will have failure on the way to being at your goal and living a healthier lifestyle. If that sounds discouraging, it's because of the way you view how your success should go, what it should look like. So for example, if you think you should never have cravings, You'll feel pressure when someone offers you a slice of lasagna or a cookie that you didn't expect. Pressure to eat it because they made it for you, pressure not to hurt their feelings, pressure that you're going to eat it and don't have control. Or if you think you should drop five pounds a week or that the scale should go down every week, you're going to feel discouraged because the scale going up or down from all your blood and guts and hormones and all the things happening in digestion on the inside is going to happen. It's going to feel discouraging if you make a rule for yourself that you're. Scale should always drop each week, okay? So these are things you can expect during weight loss and healthier eating is that cravings are okay. It's not a problem at all. I'm going to tell you more about that in a minute. And fluctuations on the scale, totally to be expected. Nothing has gone with you, wrong with you or the process or anything when these things happen. So the skills to develop to approach these expected results, having cravings and having fluctuations on the scale... Are being able to say no thank you when someone offers you a cookie or take it and put it in the freezer without pressure to even eat it. Whether you have a craving or not, knowing I'm in total control here. This may feel a little uncomfortable, but nothing is out of my hands and food never jumps in my mouth. That was such a relief to me when I was learning these tools years ago is I took comfort in knowing this cookie would never jump in my mouth. So I never had to fear that I would be accidentally eating something I didn't want to, okay? And another skill is answering back, sabotaging thoughts, like, I need to treat myself when you're going to eat a slice of cake and it wasn't planned, or that I'll never get this. You are stronger than any craving for any food, and you can develop those skills no matter how many times you have tried this before. So when I start working with women, they've likely never had these tools And we're only given diets or workouts in schedules or in menus without addressing the internal behaviors that you have had for years, right? And these are not insurmountable. They're not too hard. It's just having the knowledge in advance so you can have these tools and build these skills. So I don't teach my clients what to eat or when to work out because they don't need me to decide that for them. They can make these powerful, great choices when they have the tools. So I teach them how to stick with any reasonable plan, developing the self-esteem that truly is the foundation that makes you the person who has these new healthy habits, right? So you can give someone a person a diet, you can give someone a workout, but you're not addressing the root cause of their self-esteem, which helps make us the people that we are, right? So that's what we do at the Self-Esteem School. And the beauty of having diets and workouts that people teach us is you need those too. You need to have all of those pieces. So when you get an unexpected result that you don't want and make that mean that possibly you're not good enough to accomplish it or that there's something with you as a person, it just doesn't feel good. And sometimes we don't see that as something that we can turn around. So what may happen is you may feel dejected when you go off plan, or let's say you eat more bread than you wanted or a lasagna or cookie. You may start to lose belief in yourself that you can do it again. Questioning like if it's worth it to even do the effort anymore. Like you may feel like to a point inside, even if no one else sees it, that you're like, I don't know if I can do this. Like there may be moments like that for you. You may look at others and think it's really easy for them and not know how they're able to rock it and get these results that you want so bad. Wondering why you can't get this. You may not want to think about it. Just avoid it altogether. Like throw all your healthy food away or in the back of the closet, finding something that brings you comfort in food, not knowing how to find comfort in your emotions yourself, not having those skills or not being sure how to do that, or even know that that's available. You may overeat, over drink, watch TV, and at the end of the night feel so exhausted, heavy, and sick embarrassed about where you are and you just don't want people to even think or ask how your diet is going anymore right so as a result of those things is you may give up or you may not see the value in the effort you did put in all of the valuable effort you did put in it may feel like those things that just happened, like eating the lasagna off plan or overeating for the night means you are a total failure and it does not i am here to tell you One thought that is seared in our imperfect brain is it likes to tell us we're not good enough to accomplish the things we want to accomplish when we've had failure. So the beauty about the self-esteem school is we're just onto that. <laughs> we just know how to fail like a total boss. That failure happens. How to approach it and how to be intentional with what I'm going to talk about in a moment. The tools we use, so you can expect some of those failures in advance and plan for it without the pressure that it has to look perfect okay i used to think that failure meant i wasn't good at dieting i wasn't good at sticking to a plan that i had no control that oh my gosh please don't be leftovers in there and nobody offer me a cupcake or to eat out or go get drinks for the night cuz i didn't know how to handle it i knew that i wanted to eat on plan and i knew i wanted to lose weight and be healthy but like the fear of like what to do in those situations was overwhelming because when i'd have a craving or the excitement to eat something like, you know, a basket of bread and have a couple glasses of wine when I wasn't planning for it that day afterwards, I would feel so out of control. Like, why did I do that? I did not know that in the moment of a craving, I had all of the power to process through that and build this skill to where having a craving wasn't a problem, that I always knew what to do, that I wanted to eat what I planned. And then I didn't feel deprived when I said yes or no to any of those things. So when we think the thoughts that we're not good enough, it's almost like we're telling ourselves or believing that we don't have the ability to learn or get this skill. Like I'm not good at this and I won't be like ever, our brain likes to tell us. And that's a sabotaging thought. And so what would happen for me is I would eat the leftovers, right? That I said that morning, I'm not gonna do it because they're not on plan. Eat all of them. And then it used to feel like a power was forcing me to eat the leftovers. I remember opening the fridge, standing there and just wanting to cry because I felt so conflicted between the desire to just stick to my plan and lose weight, which I wanted so badly. And what felt like the power of these leftovers that I had no control. I felt totally out of control. And then I'd cry at night after eating too much ice cream and feeling nauseous, just like, oh my gosh, I am a total failure. That was never true. I didn't have the tools I needed, there was something missing I didn't know I needed to make good choices. And that was self-esteem, the mindset to make good choices. So what do you need to make goals happen? When you have the drive and desire, which I'm guessing you do if you are here and now you want the results. What you may not have is the mindset and strategy to continue when those sabotaging thoughts come up or you have a craving and don't feel in control. Those are usually the two pieces that are missing, the mindset and the strategy. So to become a woman who just knows what to eat, isn't tempted by a dessert at a party that you didn't plan on, and never feels deprived eating the healthy food you buy and prepare, You need the mindset to make good choices. I already know you have the ability to learn this. I am 100% sure of it. (laughs) And once you have the tools, they become automatic and natural, right? And in the beginning, when they feel a little bit clunky, you're there with the one-on-one support working with me to learn these, apply these, and have that mindset in the meantime to address any of those sabotaging thoughts or cravings. Once you accept the fact that you need mindset and strategy to have Healthy weight loss and eat healthier and live this new lifestyle, making good choices becomes easier. So this is what changes when you have the mindset and strategy to lose weight and your self-esteem is solid. You not only make these healthy changes, but they become a lifestyle. So there's not this fear that you'll backtrack. You just have become the person who lives this way and these habits become more automatic and natural. Okay. So this is what changes. Now you know, like, I'm just going to do this. Like, this is who I am now. You feel ready, empowered, grounded. And even when you don't wake up motivated because you don't have to, you're not worried that you won't follow through. You trust yourself to eat what you plan and that you actually do enjoy it because you've picked items that you actually like and didn't make yourself eat kale when you hate it. (laughs) And each day, you know what you're going to eat. You look forward to it and you're not thinking about food all the time. You're not worried about when you're going to work out or feeling like you're behind. You just live as a person who has these results. And so now what you're thinking about is the people you love and what you want to do or enjoying some time without feeling guilty that you have to be doing something else. You're not worried if you go to a grocery store that you'll bring home a cake and feel out of control. And you plan in advance for having slices of cake and glasses of wine with no guilt at all because you plan for them and they are a part of your plan. You really enjoy Being yourself, you know who that is, and it's a woman who makes healthy choices. You just live this way. But I want to remind you, it takes trial and error and failure on the way to do this. And it doesn't mean anything has gone wrong. Imagine being able to approach failures and unexpected results like that. So what is getting in the way of what you want when it comes to this example of healthier eating, a healthy lifestyle? It's the sabotaging thoughts about where you think you should be if you're not good enough or that you're not in control and not having the helpful responses back to those that fuel you forward. So this is exactly what you get when we work together. And because this work is so important, and I wanna give it to any woman who wants to be in control of her eating, how she feels in social situations, all the other goals you have outside healthy eating, or weight loss, like even if your goals are not related to weight loss at all. You can learn the skills to approach sabotaging thoughts that hold you back with helpful responses that move you forward and get you to where you want to be. So I want you to be able to have this. And what I've done is I've set aside consultations to walk you through what your specific path to get the results you want looks like consultation calls are about an hour, and I'll do an assessment with you, see what your specific goals are, where you're at now, and then give you your exact steps to where you want to be. Self-esteem being at the root cause of what's getting in the way right now. And this call is specific to you using the proven process at the self-esteem school. So I'll walk you through that, what it looks like exactly for you. And at the end of the consultation, if you want to do this work together, I will share with you how to do that and how to get started. I asked someone recently, why is now the best time to start self-esteem? And she said, why wait? And I completely agree. <laughs> Consultations open soon. So go to the and sign up to get on the wait list to get your first opportunity to schedule a consultation to work with me when they open up. I cannot wait to partner with you to teach you these skills so you can reach your beloved goals. Have the best week, lovely. I'll see you next time.